Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is A Growth Spurt, a short episode where I share a bite-sized way you can increase your progress today. If I could teach you about just one principle that could increase your personal growth and change exponentially, would you be willing to hear me out? The thing is, it will require you to be uncomfortable. This is a principle I have been revisiting all the time with my one-on-one clients this fall in one way or another. So I thought it'd be a great thing to refresh the whole community on in this growth spurt. I call this principle the discomfort zone. In order to teach you about the discomfort zone, I first need to talk about the comfort zone. I mean, all of us are familiar with that phrase. We will say things like, oh, that's just outside of my comfort zone, or my comfort zone is this. I I often think about this socially (laughs) because it really is uncomfortable for me to get out of my comfort zone of doing what I want to do at night, having my own routine, being my my own world. In other words, having quiet and isolation. (laughs) But the comfort zone, however you look at this, is where we stay, quote unquote, comfortable. But really, 
it's often where we are staying stuck. Now, why this is, is, you know, we hear a lot about where your brain wants you to stay safe. And I look at this more as this part of you that I call the sweet little ego. The sweet little ego's job is to keep us safe, to protect us, to remove us from risk. And weirdly, what's most known to us feels most safe to our sweet little ego. And it's going to hold on to what's safe with claws, right? It's going to hold on to it with all it has because your sweet little ego would rather you stay safe and stuck than put you at risk and be changing. This is why we often find ourselves deeply longing to improve certain areas of our lives, but not. It's like we fall back into these same old patterns over and over and over, or we can't even get out of them because because it seems too hard to try no matter how deeply we want to try and change. Another way to put this is for your ego, what's stuck is safe and what's safe is stuck. If you are ready to not be stuck anymore and you're ready to deeply change from the way you view yourself to some bad habits that you want to work on to better processing your emotions or even improving your relationships and beyond everything, then you need to be willing to move beyond the comfort zone and into the discomfort zone. The discomfort zone is a hard, admittedly, but honestly magical place where you stretch yourself into growing. Imagine an elastic band and you hold on one side and the other side and your you know fingers are hooked around the loops on either side and you are stretching that elastic band far out, right? Now there's this zone of stretching this elastic enough that it is growing and it's getting bigger, but not so far that it snaps. That's what the discomfort zone looks like. It's not a zone for self-betrayal. It's not a zone for shame. It's not a a zone for even positive um, or like toxic positivity. It's more about being uncomfortable enough that you're stretching yourself, but not so uncomfortable that you are snapping because you're betraying yourself. Now, this discomfort zone is actually based in science. Instead of me teaching you all about it, I'll just tell you, look up the overload principle. Overload principle. Okay. Now, the idea, again, is that as you're in the discomfort zone, in the beginning, your elastic band of what you're comfortable with is going to be really tight and hard to stretch out. In the beginning, you just work on baby steps of just, gra- you know, very gradually stretching yourself out in this space. But with time, as you give yourself more opportunities to be in this discomfort zone, even in small increments of time, with time, those that that will increase that time and you'll be able to tolerate more and more discomfort until it's not uncomfortable anymore. It will be now part of your comfort zone. And not only will your discomfort zone technically get wider, like you'll be able to tolerate more and more time within that zone, you will get stronger and you'll be able to work on the things that you want to work on. My biggest personal example of this was early on 
in my recovery days from eating disorders. Now, that was a time where there was very little space between stimulus and response. And that idea goes back to Viktor Frankl. For me, I would think a thought and the behavior would follow immediately. And th- these were behaviors that were really destructive and ones that I deeply wanted and needed to change. But I found it so hard to change. And a lot of it was connected to you know my thoughts and having you know some time between that the behavior. I wanted to both shift the thoughts and I also wanted to be able to shift the behavior. So initially what I had to do was just spend some time being uncomfortable between a thought I had and the immediate behavior that followed. Um, And so I remember very distinctly going into the bathroom when I had a a thought and I'm feeling that almost panic like emotions of I have to now act on this thought with this behavior. It's not even thinking. It's just like almost again, it's a pattern. It's my comfort zone. It's what my body was was safe in this weird, terrible place of being stuck in these eating disorders. Right. Um, but yet I, I I had to just prolong that time a little bit. So I'd go to the bathroom and I would just do some deep breathing for a little while in a bathroom stall until I could feel calm enough to to work through the thoughts and the behaviors. And with time, that that hasn't needed to happen for years because I can tolerate more discomfort, yes, but now my comfort zone has also shifted to me being able to have different thoughts and different behaviors. But I've been able to apply this discomfort zone to almost, well, honestly, every area of my life that I've needed to change in from, from being less reactive to my kids and more responsive in how I want to engage with them when they're not behaving well to, um, to some parts of my relationships that I want to improve on, uh, to even working on like things like strength training. <laughs> it's being willing to be in this special discomfort zone that is stretching me enough without snapping me but it's also helping me grow. If I can give you one way to start with this discomfort zone, one way to just gently be in that zone, it's with the deep breath. And I have a full episode on that and I will link it to, in the, um, I'll link to it in the show notes, but the deep breath is just one deep breath. And what that does is it lengthens the time between stimulus and response so that with time, you can gradually lengthen that time more and insert more of your choice to change both your thoughts and your behaviors. So start with a deep breath. Okay, one more thought though on the comfort zone. It's actually a trick because the comfort zone is not even comfortable. Think about the behaviors and the thought patterns that you feel stuck in even though it's technically what your sweet little ego finds comfortable because it's known and it's quote unquote safe, it doesn't feel good either, right? There was an amazing episode with Preston Pugmire that Jennifer Finlayson Fife, Dr. Jennifer Finlayson Fife was a guest on and she said this quote and I've never forgotten it. She said, quote, you can have the discomfort of not growing or the discomfort of growing, either unproductive discomfort or productive discomfort. Which will you choose? Unquote. Today, I want to gently and lovingly urge you to move into the kind of discomfort zone that will help you grow into the person you want to be. Before we go today, I am going to do our progressor spotlight. Today, I want to share about a woman named Megan. Now, I did an episode a couple weeks back with Jody Moore on how to navigate the complicated relationships we have with our aging parents as we are adults ourselves. And I heard from 
so many women on this episode. So if you are struggling with that relationship, just know you're not alone. But I love that Megan wrote into me and she said that this has been a significant place of pain in her adult years. And she was able to pass this episode on to her siblings, but it helped her feel more stable to work on herself and her own perceptions and expectations instead of trying to fix everything right now. So I just wanted to honor Megan in that journey and thank her for writing in to me. Thank you for listening. Now go and do something with what you learned today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.